Welcome to Let's Talk About Tech. It's my great pleasure to host today Jonas Friedrich. Uh, we have a Venunair Tech Dinner where the topic is user experience design. And you, Jonas, you have a company called Now in that space. You sold a media factory uh, specialized on videos and you are a famous sports commentator on Sky Sports. Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> First of all, uh, thanks for having me, Bertolt. Um, and I feel flattered, uh, glad to be here. Um, and let's start from the beginning. Yes, you're right. Um, I follow the path of a sports commentator. Um, I work as a commentator for football and, and, and golf um, for Sky Germany and Prime Video. At the same time, I always, always kind of followed the path of entrepreneurship. Um, I was fell in love with marketing, um, fell in love with uh, yeah, digital products, a little bit of tech. Um, and why? That's a good question. Um, because usually uh, commentating is, is a 100% job. Yeah, that's right. But at the same time, just to comment men in short trousers, sometimes maybe it's, it's a dream job, definitely. Um, but there was always this second passion. Um, and with now, uh, I can follow this second passion. Um, yeah creating cool user experiences, uh, creating cool websites uh, that have a special edge uh, that are a bit different from maybe uh, other websites. Uh, I still love what I'm doing um, on both sides of my life. That's amazing. Our audience um, here actually has the pleasure to learn a little bit about user experience design from you. Our guests at the VIP dinner will hear that personally from you, yeah. but maybe you want to explain a little bit how your definition of user experience well, user experience is at the same time very, very easy. It is everything that works is a good user experience. At the same time, it can be very, very complicated um, because our life, um, especially our life in tech, sometimes is complex and sometimes it's not easy to handle. Um, we kind of follow the art of creating things that are engaging, um, we really like to design things that are a pleasure to watch, to click, to follow a path, sometimes joyful, uh, sometimes a bit nice to have, but at the end of the day, uh, always useful for the brand, for the, uh, yeah, for, for the product. So um, the, the same principles and the same rules apply here as in every design task, in every design challenge. Form follows function, um, and uh, but at the end of the day, I would say that um, form follows function can also be nice, designed, beautiful, and a, a pleasure to joy, a, a pleasure to watch, and to click. So it's all about web experiences, and your clients are quite famous. Exactly. I've seen that on the website. Um, what are the typical clients? Um, it started organically uh, with a customer called SAP. Um, yeah, the one digital company we have in Europe, basically. Um, and yeah, um, thanks to, to, to their trust, um, we kind of developed uh, our little agency called Now. It's a, it's a small agency. Um, we are boutique. Um, we work for few clients only. Um, we are happy to work for yeah, big tech companies at the same time for, we call them hidden champions as well. Um, so these are typical German 
or Austrian uh, or, or, or Swiss companies um, with a yeah, with a industrial background. Um, and yeah, we do this since 2021. Um, we have a, a nice, a cool team, very talented designers and uh, developers as well. And uh, yeah, we're happy uh, to work for our clients. And those SMEs and family businesses, yeah. uh, I would say, um, I can imagine that they are a little bit difficult to handle, right? How do you make sure that your designs and your process is always customer-centric and meets the expectations of your clients? Do they really know what they want when they start working with you? First of all, they are not complicated at all. Um, may maybe this is luck, maybe this is coincidence, I don't know, but um, we had the pleasure to work with very friendly um, and easy people and, 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 and clients. At the beginning, there's a need, and the need can be uh, can have different variations. It can be a simple relaunch, um, the, the feel uh, or the need for a relaunch of the old website. Um, it can be different. It can be uh, a, um, it can be a complex, um, yeah, let's say um, topic, um, not so easy to yeah, not so easy to promote. Um, maybe not suitable for a video, for example, because too complicated. And one or the other, um, a, a cool website, a cool web experience, we call it flagship experience, can be a cool solution. Um, it can be a cool solution for developing a brand, for enhancing a brand. It can be a cool solution for um, yeah, declaring or explaining, is maybe the better term, for explaining a complex um, a complex matter in a nice and uh, a fine way, um, which makes fun um, and at the end of the day is a bit better suited as a video or just a, um, just a picture or as well as a text. Let me take a little bit deeper on the process and techniques uh, that you use to really make sure that your work is customer-centric and delivers what the clients have in mind. Yeah. I've experienced that a little bit myself through a project uh, where I got to know you a little bit. Um, and I know that you take a lot of time for this interactive process to make sure the client is on board. Yeah, yeah as mentioned before, sometimes it's easy and complex as well. It starts with taste. It starts with a sense for beautiful things and, 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 having, and, and, and to look after beautiful things. Second is experience, experience on our design team as well. Um, they are really highly talented and I really appreciate what they are doing in our daily business. Third is testing um, and speaking to people. And yeah, of course, um, testing with people you trust, uh, testing with people you don't know. Um, and, of, and, and, and this all together gives, uh, I would say, a very valid process uh, that leads to really cool um, yeah, experiences we can deliver. Mm -hmm. I would have thought your answer a little bit into the direction that you start with the mood, like do you like something like Apple or shall it be like Microsoft? Of course. And, and like with this process, it, it, fe it feels that it's organically, but it, it, it um, on the other hand, uh, it also felt like there was design behind it in how you step-by-step step dig deeper a little yeah. bit. Uh, the, I, I would say what, what you mean is that's 
it, I'm, I'm lucky that uh, it seems systematically at the end of the day it's taste. Um, so we kind of we try to develop a feeling for the customer. And it is a human thing. It is about interaction and, and developing feeling for the brand or for the people behind the brand. And then you immediately ask yourself, okay, what could suit to them? What could be the perfect match? What would be the perfect fit? And um, out of this feeling, you develop, a, a let's say, a, a, a first step, um, a first click dummy. And of course, um, you're not always starting by scratch um, or from scratch. You always start with maybe something that is already finished um, and very successful in another branch or in, a, uh, in, in another way. Now it's 2023 and internet has become a business, right? It's all about conversion. It's all about getting the customers to buy. Um, and sometimes to me, it feels a little bit like a conflict, right? In getting people in the funnel really fast to yeah. close a deal yeah. versus a UX design, a strategy that actually is built to keep people interacting with the brand. Do you see the, uh, there a conflict or what is your philosophy around UX? Of course, there is. If, if, if you take a first look, it is a conflict. Um, but if you, if you take a step back, you see it's not necessarily a conflict because we are talking about different things. So both is right. Um, it, is, it is very right um, to say maybe a, a, a shop, for example, well, it has to work fast. It has to work optimized for the thumb, uh, for the mobile and stuff. And it is about, is it easy really with two or three clicks uh, to, to have the buying process um, definitely right? On the other hand, um, there is still the need for engaging and having a good time with the brand. So... Um, Typically, brand building um, yeah, is, 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 is outside the digital world. Um, we, we know it by, by nature, by seeing things, by, um, yeah, by telling uh, word of mouth and stuff. Um, in the digital world, we assume that there's a need also for having a good long time with a brand, an engaging time, a friendly time, a nice time. Um, so that you have the chance to get in touch with a brand. At the end of the day, it's a nice touch point um, to get in touch with a brand in a really cool manner. Um, it's not necessarily the this leads to a shopping process or anything. But of course, you can measure also um, the time that a customer or a prospect um, spends with a, with a brand. You could measure joy. Um, it gets a bit complicated there, um, so it's not too sophisticated, too, sophist too sophisticated there. But um, we always like the feeling of creating a joyful experience. Of course, we get feedback. Um, it is it is just joy to watch. Um, it is nice to experience things like this. Um, so on this part, it's more feeling. It's not too number orientated. And I really appreciate and like the fact that it is so as it is. Do you measure success of the experiences that you deliver to your clients? And uh, do you optimize them on an ongoing process with them? Of course we do. Um, of course we try to track 
um, things um, as good as possible. As mentioned, it is hard to track joyful experiences. That's that's not so easy. But um, there are some really hard um, numbers. First is time, the time uh, users spend with an experience. Second is what is their path? Uh, mm-hmm. Do they do they really follow the path uh, to the end, from beginning to the end? And that's this is a big success uh, already. Um, of course, we we try to enhance things when we see that um, uh, some things maybe uh, do not work properly as we designed it. Um, but in the in the in the recent past, there was never a big shift or a big adjustment uh, we had to do. You can measure also um, really, yeah, let's say hard numbers like um, creating leads, um, like uh, visits. Um, and for a project, for example, for a really cool mid-sized company named Rösler, um, we can really track cool numbers. They, they, they're really advanced, uh, especially in leads um, for a specific brand and in the time on their experience as well. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of also startup founders out there that are watching us. And uh, for them, it's always interesting to understand what are the current trends, what are the future trends that you see upcoming as an insider, as a professional in that field. Um, First of all, uh, I'd like to start with the technological trend. We have the AI-driven things. It gets more and more easier for us to design things. Then we have the technological rise of the connection, especially for mobile devices, because as a matter of fact, all websites and all flagship experience we create, they are a little bit big and uh, it gets more and more easy to bring them to mobile devices. So also the computing power helps. Exactly. The computing power of the browsers especially. The browsers in the meantime have the capacity to really uh, show really nice uh, experiences and stuff. And then there's a big uh, third um, uh, area and that's the, yeah, there's a, it's it's of course it's of course the metaverse. Um, media styles will melt together, and um, we have the fusion of video, animatics, graphics, and stuff. And there will be the day where we leave the browser. Um, of course, it is a, a really open race uh, for the next device. Um, we are really curious what uh, the two, three next years will bring us. Um, For now, I would say we have to rely on the browser. We have to rely on the devices we are used to, the tablet, the smartphone, and of course the notebook, as you like. But uh, of course, we are very curious uh, what the near future will bring. So the future is in mixed reality and the next user interface will be voice. It definitely will be. Voice is uh, very, very interesting um, and it always it will always be a little trend um, and it will, it, of course, there will be shifts. Um, but I'm not so convinced, to be honest, um, that we will leave the browser immediately. Um, so right now, uh, for the foreseeable future, um, I would say it is helpful and useful to stick to the yeah, most common devices. Um, and these are simply 9 to 16, 16 to 9 um, tablets or anything as, as, as you like. But um, yeah, maybe we will see a surprise and maybe uh, 
for example, the Vision Pro of Apple will be really a big success. I'm curious. Um, I'm not convinced now, but um, of course, maybe it, it will be a big success. And then, uh, of course, we will follow immediately. Well, it took some time for the iPhone, right, uh, to take over the, the mass market. I think now we're in generation 15. So let's see how long it will take for glasses to evolve. Um, and let's see what you guys built. Um, I'm very much looking forward also to have you again when mixed reality has become a reality also for now. And uh, when we have new success stories to tell. I'd suggest we go for our dinner now. Thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe to our channel.